Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Have you all been since last week? hope it's been good. I hope you've been feeling the pleasure. I hope you've been staying tuned in and turned on. And for some of you who maybe last, you know, maybe this is your very first episode with me and you had no idea there are like 280 other episodes you could dive into. Well, there are, and on so many topics. So what I need you to know is pleasure is possible in so many different ways and that's really what I'm here to share with everybody and one of the things um, that I love 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 to share with everybody is all the many different ways on the planet that pleasure is possible so I know that sometimes people think well pleasure has to be mean a few things like we have concepts of it we have definitions pleasure means masturbation that's a great definition sure and it's also limiting or pleasure means you have to have a partner and that's also limiting or pleasure means you have to have an orgy and that's limiting too so what we talk about here on the pleasure zone are the many different aspects of pleasure and the many different ways we can receive it in this body and why do i say in this body because it's the body that receives pleasure not your being doesn't care your being is just there and why am i defining it as different because the pleasure zone is a body oriented show and i love talking about bodies and pleasure and i invite you today to the show that we're going to be talking about foreplay and the gift of warming up how fun is foreplay right just even having thoughts can be foreplay so we're going to talk about the many different kinds of foreplay from my interesting perspective, and we're going to be talking about how to invite more foreplay into your life. I know that one of the things that I find when I'm working with couples or even individuals uh, regarding their sex and intimacy in my coaching practice is there's often a lot of, I don't know, we could call them complaints. You know, that's one of the things that comes up is that people find that you know, foreplay is missing and their bodies are sad about it and all they really want is to feel whatever it is they feel that they're going to be getting from foreplay. So that's one question to ask yourself is, number one, what is foreplay to you? Because I know that a lot of times when women will bring up foreplay with their partners, whether their partners identify as gender female or gender male or anything um, else, that a lot of times the partner will have uh, a different definition. Say you have a female partner who says, I'd really like more foreplay. And then 
you, you, for example, are thinking, well, foreplay, that means a lot of work. What, what are you actually, you know, what are you actually asking for here in terms of foreplay? Are you, are you asking for, um, you know, 45 minutes of oral sex? Like, we have definitions, you know? So what are your definitions of foreplay? And when you start to get what they are, you might start to notice that some of the things that you've defined as foreplay uh, actually are part of the category of intercourse. Why are we categorizing? Well, sometimes we need to categorize so that we can figure out what we really want. And I know that categorizing can create problems, but categorizing can also create clarity. So I invite you, if you're listening, to find out more about foreplay, for one, and how to have more pleasure with it, it's really good to know what is foreplay to you. And the experts have defined it in many different ways. The experts defined it as things as like touching and anything that precedes sex. It's before the play. Isn't that funny, though? Because if it's before the play, then it sounds like it's not play, but it actually is play. So isn't that confusing? Somewhere in our minds, we know that foreplay, it sounds like before play, sort of gives us this illusion that we're not going to have fun until we get to the intercourse. And that can be really conflicting, right? So if you're thinking that foreplay is no play, it's work, are you going to choose it? Or are you going to start to go, oh, this is going to be effort, 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 and I'm not really interested in the effort part of this. I'm just interested in the intercourse, the climax, and walking away. Right. Part of the foreplay is to build that energy so the bodies can receive even more delicious, yummy, fantastical, orgasmic sex in whatever form that happens to show up as. So... Remember that if you think that foreplay is work, the chances are you're going to avoid it, right? So let's redefine things for you and get clear on what can foreplay be. First, what is it to you? So you're going to make, you're going to get a sheet, all right? And we're going to figure this out. You're going to get your sheet and you're going to write down what I think foreplay is. You're going to make three columns. What I think foreplay is, my definitions of foreplay. Foreplay is touching, caressing, uh, kissing, vibrators are involved, whatever, whatever your definition is. So defining what is your what is foreplay, and then the next segment to it would be after you've defined what foreplay is, I'd like you to look at beyond those definitions, what could it include? Like what am I willing to include with foreplay that I've never included before? So what am I willing to include? What am I looking at exploring that I've never tried what is something that's, you know, been in your awareness and you haven't really tried it out yet? So I'm thinking that there are probably a lot of things out there that are available that people have tested out that you might have seen. Maybe you've seen it in movies. Maybe you've seen it in a magazine. Wherever you've seen it, you might have gathered some information about things that you're interested in and have never tried. Put that in the things I might be willing to try for foreplay category. And then there's another category of what you define as intercourse or sex. 
And so for some people, what they define as intercourse or sex could be oral sex, where for some other people, their definition of foreplay includes oral sex. So do you get why I'm asking you to get really clear so that you can figure out what is your foreplay? Because once we once we know that, once we know, you know, if you've got your partner having one definition and you've got another and you go to have a conversation and you're telling your partner, I'd really like to have more foreplay. And they're like, oh my God, more uh, oral sex. But you're like, no, 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 oral sex is our sex. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Is there's a there's a really need to get clear on what you mean by what you're asking for. What is it you are asking for? And what are your definitions of foreplay? What have you put under that category that you've tried that you like? Or what are things in that category that maybe you don't like, too? It's good to be clear on that. And then what are the things you're willing to try that you've never tried yet? And then what are the things that you've defined as intercourse? So, for example, I'll give you an example of like what my chart would look like. So for me, foreplay would include many things. So foreplay includes things like throughout the day. So foreplay doesn't have to just be something for me that occurs in context to um, like a sort of time that we've decided that we're going to have sex now. So for me, foreplay occurs from the moment I wake up, if my husband gives me one of his crazy little smiles that is like, hey, today I'm horny and I know that look, I know what it looks like, and he gives me that look and I'm like, all right, I got this, today is my day to flirt it up like a pro, then then I can use my entire day as a foreplay day where, for example, I just happen to be really lucky that right now my husband is building something in our forest. So every randomly I can go out there and just like spank him. Well, that's a little foreplay for the day. And then, you know, you can go like throughout your day and you can do other things. Maybe touch each other, give each other a hug, give each other a kiss. This is all part of your foreplay. And again, I get that foreplay is a confusing word because it sounds like before play as if it's not play, but it is. We could just call it the play of the day. So maybe we'll switch it up. And instead of calling it foreplay, we're going to call it the play of the day and then the more play after the play of the day. So I'd like you to start to be willing to redefine what is foreplay to you and, and does foreplay have to be that thing that occurs for 25 to 45 minutes prior to intercourse. This is a very defined and restricted type of vision of what foreplay can be. So I invite you to open it up. I actually invite you to open up foreplay to be able to include even your dream time. Because I, I tell you, in my dream time, I have some pretty fantastical foreplay sex uh, wonderland of like like love fest going on. So for those of you who don't get to experience that, having lucid dreams is pretty amazing. Uh, lucid dream sex is pretty awesome. And maybe I need to do a, ca- a whole show on how to have lucid dream sex. I don't I don't actually know that I can teach it because I've done it since I was really young. <laughs> so, but I, maybe I can teach it. Who knows. So I'll look into that. I'll look into how I can actually 
explain how you have lucid dream sex. So you could have 24 hours a day, pretty much, of having this prior to intercourse experience where the energy continually builds and you keep on inviting yourself and your lover into more and more and more exciting and erotic adventures, whatever they look like. And they can be so simple and so playful and so easy. Like I was mentioning, a little spank here and there, a little smile here and there, a little flirty words, they are all great. For those of you who do listen to many of my shows, you might have listened to the show where I was talking about um, being able to communicate what you would like from your partner and being able to say the naughty words really helps in order to get what you are really looking for. If you're willing to say things like, look, my pussy, then you certainly have a better chance of having that show up for you than if you're like, well, what I would really like is if you maybe, if um, you would maybe just like go, maybe go down on me, maybe, I think, maybe. Sounds pretty scary. In fact, if somebody asked me that way, I, I might be afraid. I might think that they have some fragile genitals and I don't want to hurt them. So just be aware of, of the confidence that you're being and the energy that you're being with your partner because it's, you know, the more confident you are in knowing what you would like, the easier it is for them to either say yes or no to you. But when you give them wishy-washy energy around, I think I want, but I'm not sure, but I think, and you just confused yourself and you confuse them and the universe doesn't even know what you're asking for, so the universe can't deliver. So having a little energy of confidence behind your ask in your foreplay and in your sex life is really key to having it actually show up. And how do you get that confidence? Part of it is practice, practice, practice. Using the language um, that you would like to use is really helpful. And that too can be part of foreplay. Things like sexting and things like messages. Um, I'm not like I randomly text my husband and when I do it's just silly stuff. Um, because we're around each other a lot. Uh, so if if you are not around your partner or your lover a lot, then sexting can be a method to be able to build the energy through the day and get that going so that you have that contact, so that you have foreplay showing up, which isn't it wonderful when your body feels desired? And isn't it wonderful when you feel like you can share your desire of your lover's body as well? So you can build that energy through throughout the time when you're not having intercourse. And it also invites your bodies to be so turned on that they desire intercourse more frequently. So copulation and all that fun stuff. I'm not going to call it sex because it's not really just sex. We're, I'm, I'm talking about like sticking the body parts together, right? So we're talking about all the things we're doing before we have um, penetration of some kind, anal, vaginal, oral. Although for me, honestly, the oral penetration of having like oral sex is in the category of, of um Foreplay, but we're going to talk more about that because we all have different definitions, and it's really good to get clear on what that means to you. So, for those of you who are listening, I am so grateful. And if you do have questions, remember that you can always contact me on my website at melitzajelinek.com or through Inspired Choices Network, and you can find me on many different social media platforms. Friend me, message me. Um, please do message me when you friend me, so that I know why you're friending me. 
and uh, let me know uh, what you're interested in. Maybe you'd like a 15-minute freebie with me, which is awesome, and just let me know, and we will create that. So you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Um, I'm having a fun day today. Luckily, our entire network does not rely on uh, Internet because my, my Internet currently went out. So, But yay, because I can still be on the radio with you guys because I can get to call in by phone. And that's how brilliant we are here on Inspired Choices Network is we have so many options and uh, different ways to be able to connect with you guys. So how cool is that? I know that uh, w- what we were talking about before this whole uh, break that I had was we were talking about foreplay and like just beginning to start to define what what the you know what is foreplay to you. And I think that we have you know his you know when we look at our own lives. Look at your own personal life from the time maybe where you first started to have playmates. Maybe at that time you, you know, all you did was what we would define as foreplay. It's interesting, the other day, uh, actually, one of the producers and the CEO of this network was uh, at my home, and we were having conversations with grade fives and sixes, well, grade sixes going on to grade sevens, about relationships and 
what how they define relationships and um one of the little girls was saying well you can't really have a uh, you can't really be in a relationship unless you call each other babe and that kind of energy is actually a foreplay energy <laughs> so calling each other nicknames like babe is a total foreplay energy it is not necessarily like an intercourse thing because you could be babe to many people and it's in this kind of this playful way of being with your lover. So what I want you to do is look at how have you defined play in your life? Like what have you thought of is playful? And maybe when you were a kid, wrestling was playful. I know that when I was growing up, my brother had this like obsession with wrestling me all the time, um, probably because I don't know, he, I guess he didn't really have a lot of friends, maybe? I'm not sure. But anyway, I got wrestled to death. And um, maybe there was some other weird energy going on. Who knows? But what I do know is that when when we start to look at what is play in general, a lot of those things that we define as play for us can also be translated into our loverships as well. So let's say for me, in my for me for play i like to do things that is a lot of movement oriented stuff so for me play is like dancing and going outside skipping around being silly wearing costumes that's play for me uh puppets are usually involved too i tend to not bring puppets into the bedroom although my husband's lover he's got a pretty great sense of humor and he would probably just just uh, deal with me he does find my puppeteering very enticing. So maybe my puppeteering actually does have a lot to do with why he's still with me. But if you're willing to play, if you're willing to tap into that part of your life when you were, you know, if you were a playful child, and I know that not all of you had that, you know, there are abuses that go on in the world that don't allow you to be playful. So if play is something that is completely confusing and off the charts for you that you don't understand and you need to be like learning how to have that again, call me up. We're going to be, you know, we're going to have some fun with that. I love coaching people into play for one between foreplay and just play in general, inviting that side of your life to open up is so much fun for me. Uh, you know, between all my different careers in my life, being a nanny, working in the toy industry, I swear I have found, by toy industry I mean children's toys, and now I sell sex toys as well. I have found a way in my life to always invite play into my life and get paid for it. It's just like a really cool thing that I chose in this embodiment. And and I think for a lot of people, it's like at a certain age, you become an adult and play goes away. And that doesn't have to happen. So what I would, what I really wonder is, you know, how many of you have abandoned play, thinking everything is work, and therefore foreplay is also work and a lot of effort? Ugh, who wants to do that? Too much work. Let's just, you know, get some lube, spit it up, spit on the hand, rub it on the you know, rub it on and go for it and uh, who cares. We don't really have to make an effort of turning bodies on. We're just going to get her done. Well, not necessarily. So if you've abandoned the thought of play, you might not really even consider how fun it could be. If you've abandoned play in your life, if you've abandoned foreplay in your life, you kind of don't even realize how fun this is, right? So 
what if foreplay could be even like even more fun than you not only ever imagined but equally as orgasmic or even more so than actual penetration and part of that is our bodies have when they are stimulated they bring out certain hormones like oxytocin and different things our bodies love to be turned on and so when your body starts to get turned on and and ramped up it can sustain that energy which is actually what orgasmic energy is is that that rising energy it can sustain that energy honestly for life if we choose it it's um you know we often think we have to dip you have to dip so that you can have another rise or you can have a rise as you do with orgasmic energy now which is different than climax that's kind of like where you hit the glass ceiling in a way and then then the energy goes down again right but if you're willing to just go you know rise 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 orgasmic energy orgasmic energy and not even put anything into having to have a climax you you can have incredible amounts of fun with play for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and you will not get blue balled guys and girls you will not get um you know congestion in your um you know you you won't get pelvic congestion um, that can happen though like you can it's not that get, guys get blue balled they will have like congestion in their groin just like women can get congestion as well if if your body um is frustrated but if you're having enjoyment and play your body will not have like a level of frustration with it so this is an energy that can build 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 and keep going and keep building and keep having play with so I know that a lot of people avoid this. I know a lot of people avoid foreplay because they just think it's exhausting. And what I want you to look at is why are you avoiding it? If it's just because it's exhausting, let's reevaluate it. Let's look at this and see what you can choose, what you can invite in that will have foreplay, more play, all-day play, be what you really like to choose all the time. If you're not in this reality of being with a, in a lovership where you can play uh, kind of all day with your lover, where you get to, you know, laugh and giggle and um, flirt, and if you're not in that reality, and what I want you to know is it is a possible reality, and then it's to learn how to invite that in. And because it's a reality that's not that common for a lot of people, it's also um, can be kind of strange when you start to introduce this concept into a relationship of uh, playing and being playful all day. You know, when I first met my my husband, so we've been together over seven years now. Uh, I just like I found him insatiable because, for one, he's a carpenter, so he has a tool belt. That's all I have to say. And there was something about it that was like his tool belt was like for me foreplay just seeing it was foreplay so i loved that and i loved um like every time he would come over and work on my house before we were even together just like seeing his tool belt was foreplay and i was like oh my god i wish i was having sex with you but at the time i wasn't because we weren't even dating yet um so not that not that dating has to be a requirement but 
foreplay, like I was saying, can come in many ways. Sometimes it's the visuals, sometimes it's the things you hear, sometimes it's the touch, sometimes it's different smells. You could be putting on uh, beautiful candles in your home that have lovely scent. And all of these things will start to have bodies get turned on. And there, if you listen to the show I did on aphrodisiacs, you're going to uh, notice that there are certain smells that have been tested that um, that they, there's kind of these generalizations. There are certain smells that men get turned on by and certain smells that women get turned on by. For example, like one of the smells that men get turned on by is cinnamon. And one of the smells that women get turned on by is vanilla. And I I get turned on by both of those smells, but I like the smell of cinnamon probably more than most women, I'm guessing. I don't know. I, I find it turns me on. But they say that it's a male aphrodisiac, though. I'm a little bit man, I guess. So if you put these scents in your home and you put them around, you're probably going to find that your body also wakes up because you are triggering certain things in your body. And this isn't just like a a woo-woo thing. Like these things have been tested, tried, tested, and true scientifically. They put these things in laboratories, these experiments with smells and tastes, and they measure people's reactions to them, whether it's the way that their hormones are reacting, their blood reacts, their blood pressure reacts, their heart rate, all of that stuff. They measure these things. It's quantifiable, and they know that bodies can get aroused through many different things like smell, touch, taste, sound, and sight. That's why we have our sentences, our senses and our sentences. <laughs> that's why we have our senses. It's to arouse our bodies. I swear that's why we have these amazing gifts called senses is so that our bodies can receive more pleasure of embodiment. Now, I don't have a guarantee on that because I've, you know, nobody's done the actual study to say we have senses so we can have pleasure. That's my study for the last 280 shows or more. Um, that what I know is we have senses so that we can sense things so that we can sense things like pleasure. I don't know, it's pretty simple math. We can also sense things and sense feelings like sadness. However, we also have the choice to have and sense pleasure. Isn't that wonderful? Aren't we lucky to have these bodies, these amazing, amazing bodies that allow us to just feel and be so uh, like alive with our, our sensualness and our sexual energy and just being alive? and feeling great so we are heading off to our next commercial break you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hey, 
Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicajelanich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Well, today what we're talking about is foreplay and more play and all-day play and how fun it can all be. So for those of you who are just joining us now, we had a little bit of chats earlier about, you know, realizing that we kind of need to define for ourselves what is foreplay to us and, and what are some things we're willing to choose that maybe we haven't experienced yet, and then how do we define uh, what is what is intercourse to us? What is what we might define as sex? So, and within the category of what is foreplay, it's also to note some things that might turn you on and turn you off. So you can have subcategories like this is a turn on, this is a turn off, and so please just know what those are, and then you can have a better, more clear conversation with your partner about what you would like and what you desire. So that's kind of a little recap for you. One of the things that I think is so important is to know the value of foreplay because we tend to not value it. And what can foreplay do for us is it doesn't always guarantee you're going to have intercourse, but what it can do is that you can start to build an energy in your lovership, in your loverships, that allows you to feel more connected and more loved and a little bit more in tune with what's going on with your partner. So like I was saying earlier, as well as like every once in a while, you know, I'll wake, I'll wake up and uh, my husband will just be staring at me because he's funny that way. And then I'll know, oh, he's got the funny look in his face. He's This is a good day for, for like play. Some Sometimes he's stressed and it's not a good day for play. Like I'd say for me, 90% of the time it's a good day for play unless my body doesn't feel very happy. Then maybe sometimes it needs more extreme play, even like 10 times the play. So although oftentimes it's uh, not the case. But the value of foreplay is that it does a few things for you and for your body. So it's not only for like turning you on. It can do a lot of things for you in terms of relaxing you, getting your mind to feel at ease, having you feel that connection between your lover. And it will start to have your hormones also, like your the different hormones that are involved in, in turn, like oxytocin and all these other great things, it'll start to have them 
uh, both elevate or uh, become more balanced as well. So there is value in this for your physical body to flirt. You can have a lot of value in the flirting aspect of foreplay, whether it's through words or through um, not just words, but we've also got, um, you know, like verbal communication. We've got, sometimes it can even be flirting through body language, through different things like written word as well. And, of course, energetic communication. If you happen to have a partner that's really good with picking up your energetic communication, then um, that's great too. Um, As my lover husband tends to say, he's like, he'll try and see uh, how psychic we are when we're at the dinner table and he'll think of like what he wants passed over and see who figures it out first. And then (laughs) this is his like game that he plays with us. And then whoever responds, he's like, oh, he'll say, oh, my psychic waves were really working today. And we're like, your psychic waves only work if our psychic waves work. That's the way it works. So what a joker. But yes, Energetic communication can work if you're both willing to be open to it as well. It is good to be clear, though, with verbal communication on what's going on because sometimes we misinterpret the the energetic communication, so being clear on that is helpful. And so when we talk about foreplay and we talk about defining what it is, I'd like to give you guys a few little tips and tools because for some of you, you might just be like, well, kissing is foreplay and that's what I know. And then first, second, and third, and fourth base, that's what I know. And whatever that means, you know. I always wonder why, who defined what those bases meant. But anyway. So I was also mentioning earlier about uh, looking at it, this from a perspective of when you were younger, maybe all you did was what we consider foreplay. Maybe all you did was the touching and the caressing and the and how amazing was that, right? So let's go back to those days. And let's go back to the very simple um, first experience with somebody that had any kind of ring of sexual sexualness or sex to it. And so if I look at back on my own, what it was was um, it was actually the like a very intense I would say like a very intense full body um, orgasmic French kiss experience that was pretty awesome. I was like 15 years old um, at the time. I was traveling as a as a folklore dancer. I was in a I was in this folk festival in Manitoba. Um, I'm not from Manitoba, but I was a part of a visiting dance troupe. And um, the MC of the event, he happened to be like six years older than me at the time. And I just thought he was the shit. Anyway, at some point, at the very end of this like very long two-week adventure of dancing, uh, some for some reason, he ended up driving me. For some reason, I don't know. I think I mysteriously jumped in his truck on purpose. And the the most it was for me such a great testament to like what what kissing and what very uh like the innocence of your first kiss can do for you and so for me it was it like electrified my entire body and for me what that kiss did was actually told me even though I may not have been aware of it at the time 
what it told me consciously, at the, it was like, wow, I'm so turned on, and then unconsciously planted a seed to let me know that bodies can be highly turned on from something as simple as a kiss, and bodies can have orgasms without penetration. And that, for me, was big news, because everything I'd ever listened to on my favorite sex show, Sex with Sue on Sunday nights on Q107 growing up in Canada, for those of you who can relate, and some maybe at some point in the U.S. they got that show too, was that there? she always talked about foreplay and she always talked about things like sex, but there was not ever really like a mention of the energetics of how things can build up and how you can have uh, highly charged, uh, highly sexual energy and like orgasmic experiences from something like a kiss. So I like talking about it because I'd like to invite people into the reality that you can have that kind of intensity of experience through something as simple as a kiss. So can you imagine that if you throughout your day are having these energy-building, orgasmic um, energies that are building, building, building all day long so that whenever you go to have, you know, with your partner, you may be having these kisses that are just like ramping you right up. So your body is turned on, you know, for men you may be starting to experience like an erection, for women you may be starting to find that you're getting wet. Uh, So your body all day long is starting to build, build, build. It's already pretty freaking happy. So by the time you go to have intercourse, you've already had this kind of tantric all-day experience where your energy has been rising, rising, rising and connecting, that when you do go to have sex, or intercourse, we'll say, it's maybe going to be, maybe it'll be fast, maybe it'll be prolonged, depending on how uh, how well you are at sustaining yourself or sustaining that energy. But it doesn't become so relevant. It doesn't become like, well, that was a bummer. Uh, well, I wasn't very, well, that wasn't very good. It becomes fabulous because your body is so turned on and so happy all day long that the rest of it is like bonus. Like, oh, cool, we just had intercourse, that's great. But the rise of it for the rest of the whole day really has your body feeling so happy all day long that the rest is kind of it's strangely irrelevant. Fun, but it doesn't become as relevant. So to me, the value of foreplay can have, there's so much value from when you're in the very beginning of a relationship, uh, whether you're young, uh, you're just starting out experimenting with things, Maybe it's your first kiss, maybe it's your first experience, or even we take it to the elderly as well. You know, if there's starting to be issues of like erectile dysfunction or if women have things like vulvodynia going on, if there are issues with genitals that are not allowing you to have penetration, then then foreplay is so key. The more you can have enjoyment of touch and experimentation, and I invite you to try different things, try different forms of touch. And we talked about this on an episode as well uh, that has to do with finding your blueprint of touch. And so you can do different things. You can, you might want to do some extremes where you do like a light touch and then you do like a spank. You might do an energetic caress, which is very light or even hovering. And then you might want to do something more like... Um, so you just experimenting with the different kinds of touch between light and heavy and rough and 
um, intense and more vigorous and stuff like that. And just use that as a as an experimentation. Whatever age you are, from if you're just kind of stepping into this, um, for those of you listening, you're supposed to be 18 and over, but if you're younger, cool, whatever, just know you can start to build the energy and you can start to play with different kinds of touch. So if, for example, we're doing over-the-clothes touching, for example, for now, we could go with, when you go to hug somebody, you can squeeze them tight, you can squeeze them light, you could um, stroke their arm, you could give them a back rub, you can do what I always found fun as a teenager, which was rub the crotch through the clothes. I don't know about you guys, but I found rub the crotch through the clothes was incredibly erotic as a teenager and can also be a really fun thing to do growing growing up, too. I still randomly do that to my husband. I'm sure he would be thrilled to know what I tell the world on this show because smart of him not to listen or he would be probably ready to run away from me. So you can do all of these different forms of touch for sure. Then you could do different forms of experimenting with all of your senses, smell, taste, all of it, you know. So look at whatever you did when you were younger that really turned you on will probably still turn you on. And let's ramp it up a little and add some stuff to it. So if you if you liked getting intense and a little rough when you were young, maybe you like to get a little rougher now. Maybe start to bring in some toys that involve some spanking and things like that. So you can you can ramp up your level of whatever it was you've always liked. And just to experiment, it doesn't mean it's your new lifestyle. Experiment with it and see how that goes. So we're heading to our next commercial break. You're listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. 
That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at militzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So today we've been looking at and listening, to, you guys have been listening to me talk about foreplay and the gift of warming up. And why would we want to warm up our bodies? Well, let's, let's be logical here. If you are an athlete, for example, if you are getting ready for doing like a marathon run, what are you going to do? You're going to do some things to warm up your body, right? So all great athletes will do warm-ups and cool-downs. And with you, for example, the f- with you and sex, the warm-up would be all the foreplay of getting those muscles stretched, getting your muscle of receiving and getting your muscle of uh, orgasmic energy rising and rising so that you can have an even more fun experience when it comes to intercourse and I'll say it again, and I'll say it my whole life, is that foreplay does not start in the bedroom. Foreplay is like a lifestyle. Foreplay is like the all-day play, and it becomes part of who you are. So if you are somebody who's like, yeah, fuck the foreplay, then really what you're really going to be saying is you're really not interested in having your body have the most possible pleasure that it could have what you're basically saying is, I just want to get the job over with. But you're my pleasure seekers. You guys are interested in having more pleasure, right? So you're actually willing to do the warm-up. And just like a great athlete, you know, you might be doing your stretches and whatever. And there are stretches, by the way. You know, whatever your genitals are, there are ways to exercise them. You, Everybody can do Kegel exercises. There are other exercises you can do um, that can invite, say, f- for example, your your vulva to receive more. If you want to know some really cool ways of doing it that are not Kegel-related, for if you have a, a vulva, uh, you might want to look up Saida Desolets. She has a great method with her jade egg on how to receive with uh, with your vulva. And it's, she has these different methods of being able to release all the kind of emotional toxicity in your body that might be stopping you from having the greatest pleasure ever. So check out her work. She's fantastic, Saida. And guys out there, so that's one method, but there are many. Um, guys out there, too, if you are you know, concerned about warming up and getting your, you know, your erection strong, your erection long, and keep it going... There are great stretch techniques for men to use on their on your penis, and so there are there are uh, I don't know if I can describe it, but basically you want to go like north, east, south, west with your penis. So you're going to hold it. You're going to kind of like hold, uh, cupping around your testicles, and then hold just up above. Um, like around your penis and then you can with your other hand move and kind of pull a little stretch in for or you can even do eight directions if you want to look like northeast north northeast east if you want to do that Uh, you move in different directions and you give a little pull because it's just going to help 
the lengthening and strengthening of your penis. So there are warm-ups, actual warm-ups you can do so that your body is is uh, prepared. Now, warming up too can also involve things like masturbating as well. So that's another part of your, could be part of your warm-up category. And then warming up in a way is also letting your barriers down. What the hell does that mean? It's like if you're having resistance to your partner, if you're fighting, if you're going through shit, it's like get that stuff out of the way so that you can relax and be with your partner and be present with them so that you can actually receive them. And that will warm your body up probably I'm guessing, and this is just a wild guess of ex- from my experience, but if you allow that to show up, your body will be so turned on faster than anything you can imagine and effortless. And the only effort that it really takes is your willingness to let go of whatever's stopping you from having the greatest pleasure possible. Oh, I know. Doesn't that sound like just so much work? I know. It does, doesn't it? So <laughs> there there are ways, and, there, and it is necessary. What I want to tell you is that it's actually necessary to do warming up because just like a great athlete, if you want to be like a great sexual athlete, you need to do those warm-ups so that your body can sustain having sex for longer periods of time to receive it, to have better orgasms, to be, to be able to enjoy your partner more without getting injured, without feeling ill without getting exhausted then if you are like a great athlete a great sexual athlete you're going to want to know all the great methods and workouts you can do so that you can have a fabulous sex life right i know that's what you guys are looking for or you would not be listening to this show so doing some things for yourself doing some things to prepare your body as well like you know beautifying your body can also help warm it up as well so just knowing that. So I want to say thank you all for listening. And I, as far as I know, because I can't actually see my producers right now, I believe my show is almost over, so I'm going to let them just get rid of me when they have to. Thank you so much for listening in today. And I want you guys to all stay tuned in and turned on. And I'm just going to keep talking until they kick me out because, again, I, I have no idea what's happening. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.